Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast where we agree to disagree on a lot of different things. And today we will be talking about things from our childhood that we will change when raising a baby. It's kind of a hot topic. (laughs) It is a hot topic. I mean, we've already done two topics about baby stuff, and I know everybody loves knowing how people parent, how people teach their kids, what they're going to do. And it's already been really interesting reading some of your guys' comments. You really have given me a good laugh. And just remember, this podcast is where we agree to disagree. So if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Don't know what else to tell you. But... Well said. Also, we wanted to say our biggest fans of this podcast are probably our parents. (laughs) It's true. Like my parents. Your parents especially. Especially. My mom has a hard time using technology, so... (laughs) She struggles a bit, so my dad always has to help her, but... Well, shout out, because my mom and dad will, as soon as our episode comes out on Friday, or sometimes like a day or two late, they'll text us, like... Right away. Yeah, like their their thoughts and stuff. So, that being said, mom and dad and Michaela's parents, um, nothing that we say is going to be an attack on, like, our childhood when we say we want to change anything. It's just kind of... I don't know, just things we may do differently as parents ourselves. Let me give my, so. my sister Chelsea a shout out too because she's always listening to it in the car and she's oh, always yeah. calling me and talking about shout stuff and shout out Chelsea. have a good time. Shout out to Chelsea. My also, I do just want to say, I just want to throw this out there. I feel like I had a really good childhood. That's good. Yeah, so I, so this honestly might be a hard episode for me because I felt like I was, I don't know, I was raised pretty well and I, don't know, I had an awesome childhood. Like I have really good memories. It almost makes me kind of sad thinking about my childhood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because it's like, like, man, you know, life was just kind of easier. Uh, life was a lot easier well, when I was I a kid. mine was that easy. We actually, you and I talk about this all the time. I Probably uh, once a month, Michaela and I will talk about how life was so much easier when we were <laughs> younger. <laughs> and just, and we don't, you, no one knows until you get older, right? Like. It's true. I There's remember, like so many things great about getting older that I love, like. Being able to be with you and have a husband and do things and, you know, not have to ask my parents for money or, you know, like I get to choose my life, but being a kid is just so much less stressful. It really is. I remember like one of the worst things when I was a kid was like when I was bored, I just would have nothing to do and no friends could hang out. I would be (laughs) bored and I would kill like to have that problem because I feel like there's always just something I'm supposed to be doing. I have a huge to-do list. I have a job, we have a house and he's taken care of, like we have a baby on the way, we have bills to pay. There's just always stuff on my mm-hmm. mind and like I'm never bored because like I, I wish, I don't know, I wish because like when I was a kid, nothing on your to-do list. Except right? like, for, unless your name's Michaela, you get bored. <laughs> Jonas I, okay. left for like two days and I was texting him, I'm so bored, I can't, I can't do it anymore and you come yeah, home. Yeah, but that's because I take care of like our finances. You have it pretty easy actually thinking about it. I know. I take care of, I'm I like work. opposite than you. I take care of our finances, I take care of our house. You just sit I there. I kind of work. You just cook up a cute little baby. <laughs> that's it, but anyways. I clean. You do clean. I take care of the house in a way. Um. So yeah, basically, you want to just, should we just give a little overview of our childhoods? I mean, you kind of had a different childhood just growing up doing gymnastics. Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? You can go first. Okay, well, one, I'm the youngest of four. Um, my mom had me when she was 40. So really, I want to say fun fact. I don't really know if it's a fun, fun, but fun fact, I was born dead. I feel like, have I mentioned that on this podcast? I can't remember. I don't know. That's a scary fact. Scary fact. I was born dead. My mom having, she was 40. I was rushed, in, rushed into C-sec. My mom was rushed into C-section and um, I was black and blue. I was pretty much dead. I can't remember. I feel like I'm going to get it wrong, but like eight seconds or something. I don't know. Something or I'm wrong. Not eight. I don't know what it is. Okay. I need to minutes. re-clarify. <laughs> Maybe eight <laughs> minutes. I can't. Okay. I don't know. I need to re-clarify with my parents. I can hold my breath for eight seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I don't know. I don't want to mess it up. I guess I should have asked my parents before we did this. But um, anyway, born dead. They revived me. And I guess my dad, like the doctor let him film it all. So I think he has it all on film. Really? Yeah. So we need to go back through and watch it because that's kind of interesting to me. But Anyway, so I guess a lot of people say that, you know, I was like, 
well, first of all, it was an accident. So everyone says that I was a good accident. So um, my mom wanted another baby, but, you know, she was getting older. So anyway, I came along and I have a brother, two older sisters, and then there's me. And basically my childhood was just gymnastics ever since I came out of my mom's tummy. My siblings literally just taught me gymnastics and I lived through my sisters doing gymnastics and I was at the gym all the time in the stroller. I didn't start gym till I was five. So I feel like most people that kind of grow up in the gym world, you know, start when they're two or three, but I didn't start till I was five. And I don't really know what else to say. Like my childhood was fun, but like also like it was my life. And you guys know, like with gymnastics, it's like, that's all I really know is gymnastics and like just going through the thick and thin of it all and trying to survive, but also loving it and trying to be a kid at the same time. And I feel like there's a lot I don't really remember about my childhood, which is kind of sex. I feel like you say you remember so much, but it'd be fun to like have my sister Chelsea on here and talk about, you know, like having me as a sister and all the fun things that she did. And I do remember like she'd always get me ready for my gymnastics meets and do my hair and makeup and I remember one time I had the flu really bad and I had to go do pictures that day so I went into the gym and my pasty white little face and I'm just like puking in the bathroom running out taking pictures for team pictures and she got me all ready for it and helped me get to the gym so yeah my life was just gymnastics not much time for fun although I did have a lot of nieces and nephews because I became an aunt I want to say it was like 13 or so, could have been a little younger than that, but um, I had lots of nieces and nephews running around and always was with babies and going up and visiting my brother and seeing his kids and doing that whole thing. But pretty much for me, I was the only child that, I don't even know, (laughs) really young. That's crazy. So it was like kind of sad because like all my siblings were married and had kids and then there was just me still at home and doing gymnastics in high school and obviously super spoiled. So my siblings, I feel like hate me for that, but (laughs) sorry, not sorry, but (laughs) I am very spoiled. I do want to sometimes say I'm the favorite child, but that's rude because no one should have a favorite child, but, but you are the favorite. favorite. (laughs) So yeah, that's my childhood. So great. That's a pretty good one. I love my mom and dad. They're still married, still going strong. And they raised four great, beautiful children, lots of grandkids, and many more to come. So I also have one brother and two sisters. I'm the second, though. And we I was born in Utah, and I vaguely remember it, but we moved to California. I was pretty young. I was probably like four, maybe younger. Um, cause that's when I started preschool. And so all my schooling was in California up until I started high school. We moved to Utah then I finished high school there, but my childhood was pretty good. Did a lot of sports. Didn't we live in Utah at the same time? I think so. Yeah, I think we did. And we both lived in Draper. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> oh, what if we like, <laughs> I always tell Jonas, I'm like, I wish we like knew each other in high school and stuff. So we could have like been like to prom together and just like, oh, do those things together. I know. I just like would have loved to experience Jonas in high school. Just he's so cute. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate <laughs> it. Um, but I don't know. I, I played a lot of sports. Um, growing up, I did like pretty much every sport. Like I did flag football, like t-ball, little baseball, you know, and then soccer, of course. And that's the one that I kind of stuck with. Started soccer when I was Which five. Which is so funny to me that you never did basketball. I know you grew yeah, like I way later, but like basketball is like the only I sport that I your jam. didn't. I even like I went to volleyball camps and stuff. Like I literally did every sport except basketball. Which is kind of a bummer because that's all I play now. And I wish, you know, if I'd grown up playing, I'd have the fundamentals. So I'd be a lot well, better. Thinking but of sports though, what are we gonna put our kids in? That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, um, I, then I started doing track cross country. Jonas was really good at track, then, by the way, you guys. But then I guess probably the hardest part of my childhood is I had some health problems. So kind of, I didn't have to stop running, but I kind of did stop running because it's really hard because like track and cross country, 
it's very like your performance is super objective because it's just your time, you know. So it's very easy to see if you're getting better or worse. And I had these health problems, and so I was getting worse. And so that was just kind of disheartening, you know. If I was still playing soccer, maybe I'd be not as fast or not have as much cardio. And, you know, because I also had developed, it's called exercise-induced asthma. Um, and what was the other thing you had? I just had a low red blood cell count. They didn't, never found out why, but I just kind of developed it. And so all of a sudden I just got slower and slower. And my cardio got worse. So like if I was playing soccer, it probably would have affected me a little bit, you know, but when my sport was track, it was just running and cross country, then that was kind of disheartening. So that was kind of a hard part about growing up. Um, and then when I moved back to Utah, I kind of hopped around from sports. I tried soccer again, went back to track and cross country. And then in a four-year span for high school, I tore my hamstring, tore my Achilles, dislocated my knee, fractured my femur dislocated my knee again so I was kind of out of I'm sports. just really curious what our kids will be like <laughs> yeah so me with no injuries little things and you with tragic horrible things. yeah pretty sad so that kind of <laughs> yeah. yeah so sports was a huge part of my childhood not so much a big part of like my teen years sadly but I don't know I loved growing up in California weather was nice there my dad and I would always go hiking because we lived in this place where there was just like hills surrounding our house and it was like permanent open land like they couldn't build there or something so there was always a bunch of hiking trails and stuff lots of fun things to do we'd go into san francisco a lot before it's not like it is today you know it's like pretty bad now but back in the day when i lived there san francisco was like the cool spot like we'd go there lots of fun things to do now you go there and you get shot um so that's scary. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But anyways, then moved to Utah, and I was actually kind of excited because you know, we have family here, and I, growing up, we'd come to Utah probably once a year just to visit family or whatever. And I loved Utah, and I thought it'd be fun to make new friends, which it was. And Yeah, were you excited for the move? Or? I mean, you're always going to be a little bit sad, you know, like to leave friends behind and stuff, but I was excited. I thought it'd just be cool. Just a cool change, you know. Um, and because he had to meet me, that's why. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Even though it was years, years, years later, but. But then when we moved to Utah, so this is this is the bummer part. So I started high school because in California, ninth grade is high school. Oh yeah. Start high school. My dad gets a job in Salt Lake City, so we moved to Utah. In Utah, ninth grade is junior high. <laughs> it's so weird. To so me I had that to go back like to junior. So I was so excited because I'm like, yeah, I'm in high school now. We move and I'm back to junior high. And then, so, you know, had to start over, made all these friends at my new junior high. Why do they do it like that? Curious. Every state's just different. And then high school starts for me again, but because of where I lived, I went to a different high school oh, yeah. than all of my friends that I just made in junior high. So it was like I moved again. And I applied for a variance. And at first I didn't get it. And then like last minute they told me I got it. But I was already like kind of at that point I was fine going to the other school. I was excited mm -hmm. to start new again. Mm. I don't know. So I applied for variance, didn't get it initially. And so it was like it was, it was almost like moving again because go to this new school. I knew a few people there, but really like, like, my best friends were all going to this other high school. But ended up working out. I still, to this day, I'm You're still, still friend. friends with all of them. Yeah. So, yeah, it worked out. But that was kind of my childhood. And, yeah, I had a good time. I kind of liked, when we lived in California, we moved around a lot because my parents were always renting. And then they bought a house in Utah. But I kind of liked it. I thought it was cool. I lived in, I think, like, four different houses growing up, four or five in California. But we always moved in the same, like, five-mile radius. So we always stayed in the same schools and same friends and everything. Mm -hmm. And it was always parts of town that I knew. But I thought it was fun. I loved, you know, having a new bedroom and, like, a new house, mm -hmm. a new backyard, we you know. We moved to town, too. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You you moved probably more than me, right? <laughs> yeah. How many? So always moving. I don't even know how many houses. Don't even ask. Okay, well, me. I'm going to count mine. So first house in Utah. I vaguely remember it. And then... First house in California was 
trying to remember the street names. Pearlgrass. Second was Marilla Lane. Longleaf. Gaston. So four houses in California. Jonas has a photographic memory. Keep that in mind. (laughs) (laughs) So one house in Utah, four houses in California, and then one in Utah. So six houses. Now seven. This one. Yeah, but a childhood. This isn't childhood. I know, but. (laughs) Yeah. Well. Um, Did you like moving around? Yeah, you guys, you guys moved around a lot. Yeah, but it was like same kind of thing. Like we didn't move like super far. Like we were always in Gilbert, Arizona, for most of it. So, I mean, we did live in Arizona. Then we moved to Utah. Then we went back to Arizona. But okay, big question: What memories do you have about your parents' parenting style? Pretty chill. Yeah. I don't know. My parents, like, you know, all parents have their moments of parenting. But, I mean, if anything, like, they'd always be getting on us because we would all, like, my brother would always wrestle us. And me and my sister Katie never (laughs) got along. (laughs) Me and Chelsea have always gotten along and we're, like, best friends to this day, even though we're, like, 10 years apart. Um, But, I mean... Sometimes I hated it because sometimes I just didn't want to go to practice. And, of course, my parents had to push me a little bit and, like, had to get me to go. And sometimes I'd lock myself in the bathroom <laughs> and <laughs> cry and not want to go when I was little, little. Um, just because I'd want to play with my friends and stuff. Um, I don't know. It was pretty good. I mean, sometimes we got spankings and sometimes my dad would bring the belt out, you know. But... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I don't know. My parents were were chill. Like, obviously, like, I mean, obviously, I'm the baby. So, for me, like, I feel like whenever you're the baby, it just kind of lessens and lessens, like, the more you get, you know? Like, my parents let me stay out late once I was able to have, like, once I was old enough to stay out late. As long as, like, I was texting them or I let them know I'm coming home soon. You know, I don't know. They just, like, they don't really care. They're just... Live my life. I don't know about parenting. <laughs> I just, I was so obedient though too because like most of it, I was just doing gymnastics all the time. So it's not like they had yeah. to like punish me or ground like you, me. I feel like you didn't have time or energy. Yeah, to I, <laughs> most of the time I like on the weekends too, like maybe until I started like dating, but like I just didn't really want to hang out with my friends because I was so tired. It's so like I like would and wouldn't. So like, I don't know. I think my childhood wasn't that bad. <laughs> Just gymnastics was brutal. Do you agree with their parenting style? Is there anything that you wish that they changed? I mean, it's hard because, like, we grew up LDS. So, like, sometimes I wish we would have had, like, family home evening more, which I know a lot of people on here don't know, but it's where you, like, Maybe you explain it. <laughs> <laughs> well, family home evening, it's it's kind of a church culture thing for our church, but it's usually Monday nights, and it's just kind of... Being with the family, yeah, maybe doing the family. over so, a story or... I mean, usually, you you know, you'll have like, you'll say like a prayer, and you'll have like a scripture, like a spiritual mm-hmm. thought or something, so like there's some sort of spiritual learning, but then it's like you do an activity together, and yeah, we did those a lot when I was a kid growing up, and it was always super fun. Yeah, sometimes I I wish we had more of those, but, like, all of us were just into sports, and so we were just busy doing sports all the time. So sometimes I wish we had a little bit more family time, but, like, I didn't really do a lot of child vacations either because, like, I was so, like, invested into gymnastics, and I couldn't really take time off to go on vacation. And then my parents, my mom had me when she was 40, so they were older, and they were a little crippled, (laughs) you know, run down. And sometimes, like, it was hard because, like, I didn't have, like, the young, cool, fun parents. It was, like, I almost felt, like, adopted in a way. <laughs> like, <laughs> they had three kids, they all moved out, and then there was me, you know? So sometimes, like, I wish I could have done funner things, but, like, I'm just, like, I didn't grow up doing a ton of fun stuff. But, I mean, I feel like parenting-wise, like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes my parents could have been a little too easy, maybe could have been a little tougher in certain situations sometimes they were tough I don't know like (laughs) I don't know where I'm going with this but just like 
I feel like with me being a parent, I might have different, yeah, like, obviously, I'm going to probably have a lot of similarities, because, like, when you marry someone, you know, like, Jonas and I had to figure each other out, because the way his family grew up was so different from how my family grew up, you know, and, like, every family's like that, and so I hope that with all of our fans and followers that you guys won't judge us too hard as being parents, and as we share this journey with you, because, Everyone raises their kids different. You grow up in different families. Everyone's completely different. And I feel like how you raise your child is how you want to raise them. And you should not be punished or judged for it. Um, as long as you're doing a good job. But well, A good example is like your family loves drama. Like it's true. you guys live for drama more than anyone I've ever met. <laughs> and then you met me and my family and we never... You guys like, don't talk about anything. It's like, yeah. I feel like so I say she thought, something she and I'm thought like, it was like a problem. I'm like, Michaela, it's not a problem that we don't, because you just kind of thrive yeah, off of like, I mean, ooh, I know like, other people that are like, it's us. just different. Yeah. But like, it's complete opposites. And I mean, so, I get like, you so when have I met, negativity, but you guys are never like, don't say anything kind of like, I don't know. Maybe it's just opposite ends of the spectrum. Maybe you can agree. You guys talk drama too much. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a little bit of drama is healthy, but yeah, I'm that also was, a girl, so I have sisters, and we just talk, like, life's hard. Life is hard. <laughs> I don't know. So for me, my parents, I feel like, were pretty strict when I was growing up, and then less so as I got older, unless I did something wrong. Then they were super strict. So, like, growing yeah, up. Yeah, what'd you do wrong? I well, couldn't picture you doing anything wrong. Well, I'll get there. <laughs> but growing up, like, my brother and I, so Ben and I, we'd fight yeah. a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah, I knew that one. And my dad would get so mad at us sometimes, and I remember we'd get spankings and yeah. we'd have punishments, <laughs> and we'd, I don't know, I can't even remember the punishments, but I feel like we'd just be locked in our rooms, or mm-hmm. we fought a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay, Katie and I fought a lot, too. Yeah, <laughs> and trying to, it, they were pretty strict, but I felt like as I got older, definitely in high school, I had not like the cool parents, like the hip parents, but I had like the cool parents, like, like the really chill parents, like the really nice parents, like the funny parents, like I had friends over all the time and my mom would always cook us food and stuff. Then why did you not want me to meet your parents for a long time when we started dating? I just didn't want you to meet anyone. (laughs) I don't know. We just, (laughs) we had just started. No, you're like, you can't meet my parents. That's a little off. Well, okay. Because they were, they would have been too excited. They were too excited to meet. So I didn't, that's a whole other story. I know, I'm just messing Didn't want them to, like, attack you. So we want to take a second and talk about Family Made. It's the network that makes this podcast and so many other things happen. Yeah, I'm sure you guys have all heard of Sean Johnson, the incredible former Olympic gold medalist, and her husband, Andrew East. But what you may not know about them is that they actually started Family Made as a way to get you excited about family life and connect you with people and resources that support you along your journey. Also, if you're loving our show, which we hope you guys are, um, you need to check out the other shows Family Made has on their website too, actually, because they're amazing. They're shows that touch on just about everything a relationship, a family could go through. So we know you'll find other shows that you really relate to. Couldn't agree more. Head to familymade.com to check out the list. There's shows about literally everything. Adoption, raising large families, marriage struggles, addiction, Special needs, hot topics, family values, agreeing to disagree, and so much more. Anyway, we love being part of Family Made. I just have to say that. I think Family Made is so awesome. But anyway, there really is something for everyone. So make sure to go to familymade.com to learn more. It's such a good resource no matter what season of family of life you're in. Anyways, um, and like I didn't really ever have a curfew or crazy rules unless did something wrong so good example so i think i know where you're going with this high school the tp yeah (laughs) a little bit worse so like this was probably in the i can't remember sophomore junior high school so like right in the middle of the middle of high school and i was thriving i had a lot of friends from both high schools because remember all of my friends that i made when i moved to utah went to a different high school and then i made new friends at the other high school so I had a lot of friends that I'd hang out with, and it was really nice because I had no curfew. So, you know, I could just hang out late, um, just have a lot of fun. And then one night, me and this this one group of friends, we had, it wasn't my idea, but collectively we had an idea to egg someone's house 
mm-hmm. which was really funny at the time. And then one of my friends left the egg carton in the cul-de-sac and the guy whose house we egged um, saw where we bought the eggs, went to that store, talked to the security, looked at the security footage, saw 10 kids walking out with a dozen eggs. And anyways, the cops called our parents first. And my parents were pretty upset. They didn't like... They didn't like yell at me or anything, but they were obviously like very, very disappointed. I remember that that probably hurt me the most because I'm like, I'm a good kid. I promise. We just they were extremely disappointed. And my curfew was sunset for the rest of the school year. Oh. And that just tanked my social life. Like like five steps back. It was terrible. And it was <laughs> this was like January, I want to say, and the school year goes till See, June. Me being a parent, I'd be like, "Frick yeah, egg the freaking house." <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was, You're not grounded. I'm just it, I mean, it wasn't even a good. Re- Anyways, that's it's a long story, but so it was like from January to June. That's terrible. And I remember, like, I could not live like I've that. I've never. It literally it was sunset. So like in January, it was like five o'clock. Got to be home by five o'clock. And so I, after school, we'd be like, yeah, we got an hour to hang out. And then I'd have to go home. And then I remember being so excited because, like, by May, it was, like, 7.30 or something like that. And I just thought that was the greatest thing ever. Um, yeah. And and I, I kept that curfew. Never cheated or anything on it. Never snuck out or anything. Never egged a house ever again. I TP'd a house once, but it was my friend's house. And I did it with other friends, so it was a prank. So it wasn't like a – and TPing is way less – harmful than throwing eggs i learned i threw eggs once but the house was so far away i couldn't reach the house because i didn't want to get out of the car <laughs> so i think it just hit the ground that was that's my one attempt of an egg anyways but that's just a good example like my parents were super cool real chill unless i did something wrong then they laid down the hammer i'm still surprised they said a whole year though what do you mean i have to come home by sunset it was the school year so it was oh. like six months oh Honestly, it could have been less than that, but it felt like six months. I mean, I can't remember because that was a long time ago. It could have been two months, but it just, it really felt like it was January to June. Well, in this situation, what would you tell your kid? I don't know. I don't think I would take it that far. <laughs> I don't think I'd really care. I'd just be like. I would care. You shouldn't egg a no, house. No, I would care, but I'm I saying would, like. I'd probably make I them clean it up. Right. I don't think I'd have punished power like. wash it. I don't know. Ground them or something, but I'd maybe make them go apologize or clean it up or yeah um i don't know i mean but that's, I also that's a good like it question depends on how naughty your kid is. I but know. i also i i am grateful for Everyone's how i was gonna raised judge me for how i'm talking on here and a lot of people have like i've talked to a lot of people that have kids or i don't know i mean it's just kind of general consensus and i don't know maybe it's just my but you're bias also like that, an obedient can i finish kid. my thought real quick sorry that the rising generation um, well, the phrase is like, I just feel like the rising generation, they're a little softer than like, like us when yeah. we were kids, right? Like, I feel like it's everyone true. can kind of agree, yeah. however you define soft, but I've also heard a lot of people say like, it comes down to like, kids aren't being punished as much. And when there's not as much discipline or authority growing up, like causes problems later on in life. Um, like you think I ever messed up or did anything wrong ever again after that? Heck no. Like if I had, you know, so I, but then I feel like when some kids are punished, they just keep rebelling. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, so it probably depends on the kid, but I don't know. I think as a general rule, like discipline's good. I don't know if I would take it that far, but I mean, you have to have discipline. You can't just let your kids do whatever they want. Sure. And I've seen kids, like, I've grown up with kids that like, were allowed to do whatever they want. And they were rebels? And the, No, you can't, oh. even, you can't even be a rebel if you can do whatever you want. But they just grow up without, oh. without any structure, no discipline. And then I see where they are now, and I'm like, that makes sense. Oh. You know, it's like, it's like the kite analogy. Well, like, I feel string. like... Do you know what the kite analogy is? Yeah, you've talked about it before. Okay, what is I it I can't then? remember what <laughs> you've talked about. Well, then... Because sometimes when you're talking... You don't, don't know what it is. I don't know. Can I finish or do you want to? Yeah, go ahead. You need a string to hold the kite down and the kite might think, hey, this string is tying me down. But what happens if you cut the string? Kite can't fly. 
that string is like can represent a lot of things, but like discipline. Okay, you can go. That's a good analogy. I like it. Thanks. <laughs> Maybe you'll remember it this Sorry, time. Sorry, I, I was just saying like it's hard because I've always thought about that like kids are just going to do what kids want to do, I feel like. And so like, like obviously you have to have discipline, but like I feel like my parents were good. They weren't too hard, but they were hard in some ways and some ways not. I don't know. At least for me, I was fine. I don't know. I feel bad talking about this topic because I feel like I'm just going to be judged. <laughs> I don't know. Just <laughs> Everyone's different. Um, do you ever remember seeing your parents argue? I've never had kids, so I don't really know. Um, yeah. Have you? I feel like no. I mean, yeah. Not like a ton. But I do remember when it did happen, it would kind of like shock me. So, I don't know, maybe I, I don't know if there's a good answer. Because like, I don't want to say parents, maybe I wish they argued more, but. Seeing my parents argue, like, just put me in a bad mood. And then I just wanted to be mad, <laughs> I feel like. So your parents argue a lot. <laughs> you know. Well, I feel like, I mean, for us, it's funny because the podcast is called Agree to Disagree. And it's not just, like, a cute name. Like, we really do. We have to agree to disagree a lot. Mm-hmm. That's just our, I don't know, that's just who we are. Like, I don't, that's just our relationship. We just don't really agree on a lot of things and we kind of I'm sure we'll try and tone it down with kids but I don't want to like have to pretend like everything's perfect in front of our mm-hmm. kids I think it's fine for them to see that like it's reality we don't this see eye life. to eye yeah on most things as long as we don't like yell I think we should have some ground rules like we can disagree and argue but we shouldn't yell and I won't squirt you with my water bottle because <laughs> that makes you really mad <laughs> That makes you throw things. Yes, Jonas has one of those it's Powerade it's water there. bottles where it it's the best because like, no. like it's it makes it easy to drink out of. No, because sometimes he'll push it me. too hard and I get soaked, like drenched, like a shower, and I'm like, seriously. <laughs> and you get so mad, and it's just water. I've never it seen makes anyone. Makes my hair like curl and mess up my hair. It's annoying. Um. If money was ever an issue, did you did you hear them talk about it, or would they involve you? I mean, my parents are just super open. Like, I feel like, especially growing up, being the only child for a long time, I would just hear conversations all the time. Like, we just talked, like, even if they weren't talking to me, they just were talking about stuff. So, like, I always, I mean, I feel like I don't know everything, but, like, it's not like they would hide stuff from me. That's good. Like, my parents have always been, like, well off. I mean... They do struggle with money from time to time, but that's because, you know, sometimes a sibling needs help or they've had to help my sister Katie and have had to take money for that or, you know, different things. And I would like, I know they wish they had more in savings, but they've done well off. But I mean, my life hasn't always been like, we haven't been like, we weren't ever like super wealthy growing up. Like my mom had to work at the gym and to help pay and my dad had lost his job at one point when the economy was really bad and so they've been pretty open kind of known what about with you yeah my dad would have we'd have like family whatever we called it family conference family council i don't know but like once a month we'd sit down and he'd we just talk about stuff he'd have a list of things to talk about and like chores or current events or things happening that we all need to be on the same page about, but we'd also talk about like the family budget and finances and stuff. And he'd print out, he'd print out like papers of the budget and like pie charts and stuff. And I think that really helped me understand money growing up. So I think that'd be a good thing to do. Did your parents, you kind of already answered this. Did they treat siblings the same or did they show favoritism? <laughs> I mean, with all of us the same, but obviously me a little favoritism for sure. (laughs) Like I said, I feel like with each kid, like you talk about it with like your friends growing up, like my younger sibling like gets it all. And and like in our church too, like, you know, a lot of it growing up is like kind of being modest, like covering your shoulders and, you know, different things like that. And so like now like times have just changed, but like, like growing up, we lived in Arizona. And so like, I feel like back when I was younger, like, oh, you don't wear short shorts or, you know, bikinis. And, like, we always did growing up. And now, like, since times have changed, like, 
everyone wears it, but like I see friends where they're like, my little sister can go to school in a little crop top and like all these <laughs> things. And like, like even like looking at my nieces and nephews, like I just feel like we didn't grow up wearing that stuff, but like times have changed, but at least for like people that are my age, their youngest sibling, they're like, yeah, it's not fair. Like she gets to go to high school in crop tops and I would never be allowed to walk out of the house like that. So I definitely feel like, especially being like the baby, you kind of, it just kind of gets like, like each child, I feel like, you know, you, especially when you're younger, you, you really absorb and like watch your older siblings. And I feel like you can kind of like learn from each sibling when you're the youngest too. So I feel like things just kind of get easier. Cause I feel like in some ways you're, you kind of know more too. Like you just see your siblings go through stuff. So like, you just kind of know, like not to do that. At least hopefully that's kind of how I was in some ways, but yeah, I agree. I feel like, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if you asked my siblings, they would all think that everyone else was the favorite because I've heard <laughs> we've all complained that. Like, what do you mean? Everyone like, else is the favorite? Like, when Ben and I were in an argument afterwards, I'd always be like, why do you guys always take Ben's side? And Ben's would always oh. be like, why do you guys always take Jonas's side? Yeah. You know, but I, I do feel like the girls were a little... And again, it's my, I don't know, I'll have to ask him. I'm sure Ben would agree with me. But I feel like if there was any favoritism ever shown, it would would have been towards the, the girls. The girls, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, it was pretty fair. Did you do chores around the house? No. <laughs> Did your other siblings do chores? I don't know. You don't know? I was so young when they were all like older than me, so I don't really know. You I mean, like, obviously, like... Like, it's hard because I did gym for, like, seven hours a day and school, so it was, like, I didn't have time to do chores. Like, obviously, I'd, like, put my clothes away, but, like, even when I moved back in from college, my mom still did my laundry. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, obviously, I would put it away and fold it, but she would clean it for me, which was really nice because, I mean, she has to do the laundry anyway, and then there's just her and my dad, so might as well just throw mine in there, but... So you never did chores? <laughs> Not really. Did you ever have like, an allowance? Like, I know how to clean. No. But they would just buy you things if you needed it? How did that work? Yeah, eventually I had my own card and stuff, and, like, I would get funding for being on the national team, so, like, I could use some of that for, like, getting some new workout gear because we could write it off or some things. I mean, they would put some money in my account so I could, like, spend, but I never really did chores. It's nice. <laughs> I know. So for me Which growing funny up. Because I'm like, I love like <clears throat> cleaning everything super neatly, but like I never, I was always a neat kid. Like my stuff's always been organized and clean. I just never did like the full chores, like take out the trash, put away the dishes. That's nice. Yeah. Because for me growing up at first it was, I can't remember how it worked. I think we each had a day For like dishes and cleaning the kitchen. And then I pretty much, my brother and I, we always did the trash. I know, it is kind of weird thinking I never, I mean, maybe when I was younger I did that, but I don't remember if I did. You would remember. (laughs) Hated (laughs) doing chores. And then like, (laughs) like vacuuming or cleaning the house or like dusting or like Windexing or cleaning up the yard and stuff. We never really had to do yard work because we always had an HOA that did yard work in California. But. Pretty much everything else until I was, I want to say I was like 15 or 16. They, my parents changed it also. So until that point we just had chores and then we never had allowance or anything, but they would just, if we needed stuff, they would buy it. And it was just kind of up to them if we needed it or not. So like they would pay for you know the essentials. Then when I was like 15 or 16, my dad said, we're going to do something different. Well, he said, I'll give you guys a list of chores that need to be done every Saturday morning. And you can bid on them. Like price. So it was kind of like a silent auction. We just, we just put our bid on papers. We'd hand them in. And then he was just lowest bidder got to do that chore. Mm. And then that was like our allowance. So it was actually really cool because... Because I, you know, we had to learn how to like manage money really early because that was like everything. So my parents wouldn't pay for, I mean, like 
the big things, but like, like if I want to do sports. Yeah, but I feel like they wouldn't even pay for you to get clothes. Didn't you have to buy all your own clothes? Starting then, before then, my parents would buy me clothes, but it'd be like if I needed clothes, then yeah, they'd get me clothes. But like if I just wanted like, oh, this, you know, I wanted well, that, the Nike Elite socks that were me. $20 a pair, then they'd be like, <laughs> they'd say kick rocks, you know, we're not buying you. Oh, my kids are going to have all that stuff. I don't know. We don't want to give them a. I'm going to take my kids school shopping every year okay, and get yeah, them things a year, here and but there. They're not going to shop as much as you do. That's a terrible thing to teach a kid. No, but I mean, my sister lets their kids get clothes all the time and gets things and gets cute things. I don't want my kids dressing like bums. Okay. Well, then what's wrong with once a year school shopping? Clothes for the next year. You don't have to like. They don't need new clothes all the time, but I mean, here and there they can get a thing or two, like a new shirt. Or some new shoes. I just think the worst thing you can do is give, teach a kid your spending habits. Like, oh, yeah, you can just go buy I'm things whenever you want. I'm not going to say that. Well, obviously we got to draw kids, the line they somewhere. Don't, and boys, I feel like, don't really care to shop that much. Like, my nephews don't care to shop for clothes, but. Anyways, I liked that new system because then I kind of got paid for doing chores. And then I was more in charge of my money. So, you know, I could buy my clothes and... I can't remember what other expenses. There weren't a whole lot of other expenses. See, we like, always went shopping for school clothes, and then my mom would still buy me things here and there, like, if I wanted it. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that's how I grew up, like. I know, but I look also at, didn't work, so it's not like I could make money. I know, but look at your, like, financial habits and knowledge, and look at mine. Like, obviously. Okay, but I'm also a girl. Girls like out. to spend money. Well, I don't know if that's, I mean. Probably if you're a fashion general. girl and an influencer, yeah, you do. Anyways, that's how we did chores. So. Do you think I'm bad at spending money? You should see what half of other people post on Instagram every week of everything they buy. So. I, I know there's a lot of. Well. Okay, last question. And then you can send us off with the assumption. Okay, what's the last question? What values did your parents instill in you at a young age? And will you instill these same values with our kids? I think, I mean, one thing for me is, like, never forcing your kid to do something, like, or, like, my mom Yeah, always, right, they forced you to do gymnastics when you didn't want force to. force me. And what happened when you locked yourself in the room? Well, obviously, I needed to go to gym. I was just throwing a temper tantrum. But, like, once I got to the gym, I liked it. It was just, like, thinking about, you know, going to practice or, like, my friends would want to play and then I would want to go play. And then I'm like, I can't because I have to go to gym, you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And my mom did let me quit for a year because I really just didn't want to do it anymore. And then she ended up putting me back in it. Like, there's like a balance, though. Like, as a kid, like, being in a full-time sport is just hard. Like, it's not the funnest thing sometimes. But I'm glad that, like, my mom helped me to keep going. But, like, she always told me, like, if I wanted to quit, I could quit. So, I guess that's true. you know, like, there's some parents that really live through their children and, like, force them to do something. And with me, it wasn't, like, really ever forceful. I mean, obviously, she didn't want me to quit, but if I wanted to. But I think, like, my mom's, like, always taught us to, like, try to not, like, hold grudges on something and to be able to, like, get over it. And I feel like with all the trials I've been through, like, there's been so many times where, like, I could have let it get to me or different things, but I've just been able to, like, let it go and just keep working hard and keep chasing my dreams and do what I want to do and not let other people, you know, live it for me or tell me what to do. I kind of just would get over it and move on. Like, no matter how hard it was, I just didn't, like, sit and dwell on it. Like, you know how sometimes I'll get really mad in the moment about something, like, with gymnastics and, like, politics, but then, like, I'm mad about it for a day and I just move on, you know? Like, I feel like some Mm -hmm. people hold grudges for such a long time and then it's, like, with teammates being mean. It's, like, I feel like I could really hate somebody, but then I get over it pretty easy. I don't hold a grudge for super long and my mom just taught us to, like, move on with it. Well, that's good. Jonas is rolling his eyes at me. I don't want him for you. Well, He's getting annoyed with me. I no, don't know. I do. I. But I just feel like I. I can just think of like some examples where maybe you do hold a grudge, but in in general. Yeah, but I like. Just don't dwell on things in life. Like you just move on from it. That's true. And I just again like that my mom never made us do sports that we didn't want to do. 
So, like, I hope that I'm like that with my kids. Like, I hope I don't get super involved and, like, super competitive and, like, force them to do... Like a helicopter uh, mom. Yeah. Soccer mom. But, I don't know. I lived a pretty good childhood, I would say. I mean, obviously, yeah, things could be better and different things, but most of it, I feel like my parents taught me to be a, a pretty good kid. I feel like I've been pretty obedient I've made my mistakes but I think everyone makes their mistakes and you grow from it and you become stronger for it and you become a better person and I'm grateful for the trials I've been through and for my parents just always loving and supporting me and being there for me like just having that relationship with my parents like I talk to my mom like three times a day and like I just love that I can call my mom and ask her things and she just knows things you know so I hope I can be that for my kids you know I hope they're still calling me when I'm 60 (laughs) asking me (laughs) How to get this stain out of their laundry, so, you know. That's true. Your turn. (laughs) Sorry. Let's see. So my parents, what values do they instill? Um, To work hard and to work and then play in that order. That was always the biggest thing. Saturdays, always chores in the morning, and then we do fun things. Same thing with, like, family night there was things we needed to get done we do that first we went on a lot of fun vacations they taught us to work really hard and i think that's like one of the number one things you can teach a kid is like no matter what just give it your best effort work hard whatever you are be a good one you know um financially a lot a lot of financial values like save first, spend less than you earn. What? You're <laughs> laughing because it doesn't make sense to you. I don't, don't know that one. <laughs> I mean, I do like to save. Hey, I saved all my money I won from World and I bought myself a car. So I could have spent that on other things. Okay, that's not saving. That's You literally spent it on a car. Yeah, but I saved it for a while. It was just sitting there until oh. I bought a car. How eventually. long did you save it for? I don't know. I don't remember. Because your car is the same year that Worlds was, so that would have been the same no, year. No, I won all that money in 2014 Worlds. You drive a 2014. Oh. <laughs> 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 I just had a blonde moment. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't buy the car right away. Okay, maybe you waited a few I months. I could have just you took the money and been like, shopping spree. Anyways, I'm sure there's a lot more, but that's the first, first things that come to my mind. Still pretty good, though. I bought myself a car. That is pretty good. You want to okay. you want to read the weekly assumption? Yeah. This one actually, we were talking about this. I think today, if I remember correctly. Weekly assumption: There's a lot of pressure on social media when you're pregnant. <laughs> I always talk about that. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> agree. There is. I was really telling Jonas this the other day. I kind of said that at the beginning of the podcast, or like, I already know people are going to start judging me for being a parent, and I see parents get judged all the time, and it's like, don't ever judge a parent. Like, you just don't do that. I just don't think it's right unless, obviously, you're, like, abusing your child, you know, or some crazy thing. But, like, like I said, Jonas and I come from two completely different families, and we were raised really great, but in very different ways. So we're going to have to put those together and see how we're going to want to raise our kids. But I just, let's, no, no negative. Can we just be positive? I try really hard to not judge other parents. But the one thing that's really hard for me to not judge is when I see, like, a little kid with an iPad. I don't know. That just <laughs> triggers me. Yeah. And I don't, my favorite my favorite things lately are those pictures on Instagram where it's, like, before iPads and it's kids, like, riding bikes. Right. Because I have so many good memories of me, like, exploring, like, with my brother, like, looking for bugs. Or, like, we'd go in the dirt by the hills by my house and, like, build, like, me and my friends. My friends and I would build, like dirt mounds we'd take our bikes off jumps and Mm -hmm. stuff and like i don't know find creeks and catch tadpoles or like and nowadays it's all you see is kids just on ipads or which like but everyone tells me when i say that all my friends that have kids say just wait till you have a kid they're like oh yeah just wait (laughs) till you have a kid because that'll be the only thing you can just hand them and shut them up so it'll be a battle i believe that but which i think it's fine to like you know have your own judgments but like to sit there and tell somebody on social media what they're doing wrong and like literally just 
I just think it's rude. You don't attack somebody. I don't know. It's just like, don't say it at all. Because I'm sure the way you parent, you have a lot of flaws too, but I'm not going to sit there and tell you, oh, you're doing this, 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 and wrong. Like, you get to parent how you want to parent. It's your child, your life, your growth. So let's just try to be positive people, all right? I like, let's, I want to stick with positivity and just loving everybody and you never know what someone's going through so just try not to judge and if anything send them a dm and ask how they're doing because life is hard having kids is hard being a parent is hard I already know it's gonna be really hard Jonas and I are in for it like we know it's it's hard work like we're not just here to be like oh it's a baby like it's hard. We're going to be parents and go through all the trials and all the things that you guys have experienced. And I'm, I'm here to learn. I'm here to become better. And I don't know, just all I the agree. things. No, I don't know. Yeah. I just, I mean, I just don't like seeing the negative comments. Like I don't really read them that much, but it's just really hurtful and you just shouldn't, you just shouldn't say it since we're going to be talking about babies a lot. <laughs> I hope that we can avoid some of it. I'm sure it's still going to happen, but I just hope we can keep it a positive environment because then it's going to make me not want to be so open about. Are you talking about what Chelsea said? No, I mean, somewhat, oh. somewhat. But, like, I just feel like <laughs> I'm I'm willing to come on here and, like, I want to be real and, like, share my experiences and, like, share our journey with our kids. But, like, if it's going to become a negative platform, like, it's just not worth it to me and I might just shut it down. You know what I mean? Like, I just... There's no reason to be rude or negative. Like, keep your thoughts to yourself. And just to be clear, Chelsea didn't say anything negative. She was just saying some of the comments. I thought it was kind of funny. Like, people are getting mad that I don't want to change a diaper. Why would I want to change a diaper? Like, that does not sound like fun. Obviously, I'll do it. But and a lot of guys don't really care to change a diaper. And then until you have a kid, you just you end up doing it. And you, you I, do I'm it. sure I'll do it. I, I'm positive. These I haven't will, been thrilled for it, which <laughs> I, it's just, we totally get it. We're too. just, we're, we're just sharing our honest opinions. Like anyways, that's all we got, but <laughs> we've got plenty of baby topics coming up. So Lots as always, if topics. you have ideas, something you want us to hear us talk about, leave it in the comments or message us on Instagram and we'll throw it in the rotation. And keep an eye out because I think we're running out of assumptions. We might do another. <laughs> we might we do, another do another round another of. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, we're here every Friday. We appreciate you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch if you, you next got week. any good baby things, let please us let us know. Give all the suggestions to help because we're gonna need it. But again, we're excited for this journey. We love doing this podcast. We hope that we're keeping it real for you guys and that you get to know us better. And we'll see you next week. So thanks for tuning in. See ya.